Hi, Claire. Hi, Kate. Oh, hi. Hi. Welcome back to our show. Do you know the name of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's called Please Don't Make Me Watch This. <gasps> Gasp. Shock <laughs> and awe. I feel like you should know it because I feel like it's you that's saying it to me. It is. It so. is my plea. Kate and I you. haven't seen each other in a little bit. And so I think she forgot the name of her podcast. I forgot your name. I was like, I was like having to look in my notes. I'm like, oh, God, what's, what's her name? What's her name? Um, since I have seen you last, Kate. Yes. You I had have some seen, big life updates. I have seen... This is what is considered a big life update in my life. <laughs> I've seen two more high school performances of Mamma Mia and one all-child performance of Cats. Oh, God. So really, I've been living my best this life. This is the most clear I am thing. on brand. Yes, you're very on brand. With myself. Um, so I wanted to tell you a story about some things that have happened to me at Mamma Mia and Cats. What had happened to you at Mamma Mia? But I want you to tell the listeners the fateful story of when a man sat on you when we went to see Kinky Boots. So I have bad luck with theater, apparently, (laughs) when I'm with Claire specifically. So we went to see Kinky Boots because you had tickets for free. And it was like two or three years ago. Yeah. It was the tour of Kinky Boots in Columbus. Yeah. So we went to the tour and we were, what theater was it at? It was at the Palace in Columbus. Yeah. So we were up in the nosebleeds and the seats were all very close together. It was intermission (laughs) and I'm just chilling in my seat and this very old man sitting right behind us and in front of us, excuse me. This old man sitting in front of us stood up and leaned back and was literally sitting on my lap. He, like, sat on the top of his seat, but basically was in your lap. He was touching me. Yeah. His butt was touching me. And I kept thinking, surely, surely this very old man will realize he's sitting on a 20-year-old's lap and move. (laughs) But no, no, it was pretty... And and he was just hovering above me for, like... the whole intermission and Claire's just I was crying dying, and I am I think I took a picture of you and I really want to find I it think you did I think you might have snapchatted it I don't remember I'm gonna find it because it was real real funny and more recently we went and saw Mamma Mia um at a high school one of the many that you have seen <laughs> and at the end they dropped balloons from the ceiling <laughs> because you needed a big, Why not? We needed a big finish. And they all these grown ass white parents are like going crazy over these balloons. And they're like playing the game where it's like, don't let the balloon touch the floor. So like hitting it over the audience. And the balloon <laughs> must have fallen behind my back. And a woman just swats my butt trying to grab the balloon just goes and whoop. And I'm just like doesn't say, oh, sorry, nothing. doesn't even acknowledge that my butt has just been touched by her. So I just don't have luck with shows. Well, I wanted to tell you what happened to producer Daniel when we went to Mamma <gasps> Daniel, Mia. Daniel, you were is, representing me. This is also a butt story from Mamma <laughs> Mia. What is with us in butts? I don't know. I wanted to call this segment Mamma Mia butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, we went to see Daniel's cousin in Mamma Mia at another high school in Columbus. Here we go again. Here I go again. Um, And so, um, we were sitting fairly close to the stage, but it was in like three sections and they had like pretty wide aisles. So, at the end of the show, during the curtain call... When it's like a giant concert, if you've never seen Mamma Mia, they sing like four songs at the end, just when you think it's over. It's very long. It's not. <laughs> and so the all these like ensemble members come out into the aisles because they had like stairs from the stage. Mm-hmm. And so they're out there dancing. And I'm like, cool, cool, great party, party. So they then decide that they're going to do their final bow from there. And no one ever told any of these kids that there would be, like, people sitting in the audience. And so this girl is right next to us, and Daniel's on the aisle, and she, like, does a bow and sticks her whole butt in Daniel's face. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at him, and he was just distinctly looking the opposite direction. (laughs) And it was (laughs) very special. Um, I don't have any butt stories from anything else I went to see, but I did. I went to see a Mamma Mia last week um at one of our friends schools where she's a teacher and they had these brick walls like they had the stage and then like 
by the audience there were these like giant brick wall things and whenever there was like ensemble singing like normally they would sing from just off stage they would all pop their heads over the brick and, like, <laughs> and they'd just be like Ooh, and i'm like oh okay and it was so funny and none of them were like in sync on when they were all gonna pop up oh. so you'd see like one really eager kid be like bloop and then the rest would like it's like oh. mama mia yeah <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> yes. So it was wild. And then, so we went to see, um, in my hometown, we went to see the all-child performance of Cats, which was what actually- a, What a week of theater. I have, I've seen two Mamma Mia's and a Cats, and after this episode airs, I'm going to another Mamma Mia. I'm, and then I'm done. I'm trying to go to that one as well. So. Oh my God. It's going to actually probably be the best one. So Very shouts excited. out to that high school. Um, so <laughs> We'll never tell. Um, <laughs> just text me. Um, so- we, uh, I used to do children's theater. Um, wow, brag! Um, I'm a I'm kind of a big cool. deal. I'm actually kind of a nerd. Um, so I'm kind of a quirky girl. So I used to do children's theater when I was in high school, and they were doing Cats, and Daniel and I happened to be visiting my dad in my hometown. So and happened I was, to be big fans of Cats. Uh, we happened to be what? What are Cats fans called? Hairballs? Just it's hairballs now. <laughs> Jellicles. They're we're big Jellicle fans, and so um, we went and we took my dad, who hates cats, so that was very entertaining to me. Um, and they have like every season, they have like one big underwriter, and I think it's this like older couple that owns. I don't even know what they own, but they own something. They got some, money. So they got big A sausage money. company. I ho- I think they're sausage kings and queens. So that guy was there in the audience, very close to us, and every. Almost every single song, everyone would start to clap and he would go, yes, <laughs> really loud. And I was crying, except there was one he really liked, um, Gus the Theater Cat. That's like so, the worst one. Which like is the worst song. So boring. But at the end, he must he must know that kid or really like him because he goes, bravo. <laughs> set the reprise of memory <laughs> happened and he goes brava <laughs> losing no. my mind he loved it but it wasn't every song and only so I was like he liked I was is like, this a bravo a brava a yes I was like yeah <laughs> it was so clear this is our new move when we see shows together brava, brava. <laughs> we have to do that I'm gonna do that at Mamma Mia brava bravo I'm gonna get kicked out of that I yes <laughs> It was wild. So I just wanted to tell you that I've really been saving those stories for you so we could tell oh my to God. our listeners. I'm, I'm so glad. Yes. Holy cow. So I've been seeing a lot of local live theater. Supporting as per, per usual, I've been seeing a lot of theater and a lot of things have been happening to me. So. <laughs> no, and nothing has happened to me. So good. I'm glad. Uh, would you like to start our actual podcast? Yes. And not just- Wait, our show isn't about local Columbus theater. No. I forgot. Okay. It should be. So, welcome to pl- welcome back to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. <laughs> I'm back Kate. from Please Don't Make Me Go to That Show. <laughs> please please take me to the show yes. and sit with me. <laughs> anyway, she's Kate and I'm Claire. It's true. Um, so, today we're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 6 of The Secret Life of the American Teenager, Love for Sale, a.k.a. The abortion episode. Yeah. Um, it's kind of rough. It was we, it aired August 8th in 2008. Yes. And I have the distinct honor of doing the 30 second recap today. Oh, we should get like a ticker. Like a tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. Oh, <laughs> we did two different things. <laughs> Same thing. All right. Is everyone ready? I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Daniel, are you fucking ready? We got a thumbs up. <laughs> Sorry, I cursed so early in the show. Wow, explicit. Um, earning that do explicit you do the time? Tag? Yeah. Here. It's being handed over. You have 30 seconds. All right, I'm ready, I think. On your mark. Get set. Recap. All right, so Amy tells her mom that she's pregnant and everyone cries and it's very sad. Um, Amy's like, hey, mom, listen, I think I want to get an abortion. And she's like, uh, no. So Madison and Lauren are telling people that Amy's getting an abortion and Grace and Ricky find out and they're mad for some reason because they think it's their business. Uh, (laughs) Ben tries to convince Adrian to take him to Amy so he can convince her not to get an abortion because, again, it's totally his business. Five seconds. Oh, God. Other stuff happens. That's it. The end. You made me nervous with five seconds. I was like, oh, well, now I'm done. 
Yes. Give us emergency. Very good. Good yeah, recap. I, I tried my best. I mean, I feel like it, this episode is all about like, it's Amy might have an abortion. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Right, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, Come back next week for more local theater updates. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Anybody Kate. doing the Fiddler on the Roof? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I hate Fiddler. I don't on the like roof. Fiddler either. Um, so if you are, we're not coming to see it. Bye. We hate it. Only do Mamma Mia and Cats. It's true. Um, or reenactments of the Secret Life of the American Teenager. <gasps> Secret Life the Musical. <gasps> <laughs> let's not talk it let's That's get the to only it. song that actually is in it <laughs> okay. all right kate take it away so i'm ready amy is being a major creep and just sitting in the corner <laughs> of the kitchen in the dark and we watch Anne make a whole ass pot of coffee yes, she's we watch down there. every step she's down there for a full 90 seconds okay yeah i actually did them i actually like it, this, I think this may have included the no it didn't include the theme song it was a minute 43 wow of watching and make, make coffee <laughs> like she puts the filter. i'm like is she gonna put the filter in yep she fills it with water yep she goes to the freezer and gets the bag of coffee which i've never seen someone daniel t- does that see i make sense it probably keeps it fresh yeah it keeps it fresh but we have like, so much coffee in our freezer i'm like that's such a weird detail yeah. to have to make me watch yeah it's definitely like oh okay we're just gonna watch Anne's coffee tutorial the, ed- the editors took a break they yeah, were like, like just leave it in who cares whatever. Yeah. um i gotta take a smoke or whatever <laughs> um in my notes i wrote if amy were a murderer Anne would be dead that's correct <laughs> like i'm like are you- you're so unobservant yeah that's correct i feel like you can tell when there's a person in the room with you yeah like you just or like I mean, she's walking back and forth. Is she literally just like, I'm so tired. I need coffee. Yeah. I can't see anything but the coffee. She's like a horse with the blinders on. Yes. She's like, I can only look forward. Yes. I also want to know what time school is and what time Amy normally gets up because it, they show the clock and it's six o'clock a.m. And I'm just like, so is she not normally up at this time? Timelines is- don't add up in this show. No. Because their p- kids are like, every kid is like, I'm late for school. And it's like, what time is it? It's like fully daylight. Yeah, it's like, like noon. And they're like, I gotta get going. I really gotta get to school. The biggest thing in the show is that the kids seem to be able to just not go to school whenever. But yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what Amy is has apparently decided that now's the time. Now so is she, the time to seize the day. She baby whispers like 12 times, I'm having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like over and over. She, and Anne's like, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm having a baby. <laughs> and, and Amy's like, what are you talking yeah, about, you dumb kids? Is this for a school project? And I was like, what a crazy school project to be like, tell your mom you're pregnant and see what happens and write a paper about it. Like, what? Whoa, it's a, um, this isn't a social experiment. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you if you had to do like a baby project when you were in middle school or high school. I did not. You could. So there was like an optional like health and wellness yeah. kind of class. So there was normal health, which mostly we learned about STDs and drugs Thanks, Mr. Shang. And um, <laughs> there was like another class that my sister took. It was more of a home ec class and they had a baby. So Vanna had the whole, my sister. Hi, Vanna. Vanna. Have hey. you start, Have you started listening to the podcast yet, Vanna? I don't think you have. So I love Vanna. you're stinky. <laughs> but um, she's not stinky. Um, she's not. She's a good girl. But she had a baby and she brought her home and it was dumb. I had to do like a baby thing in the eighth grade and we had to take it home. I don't know why I wanted to do this, but you could either take it home for the whole weekend or you could take it home on a school night and bring it back the next day. And you were like, weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take it home in the weekend, which is so, why do, what? Because I think I was like, oh, well, like if I take it home on a school night, I'll be tired the next day. But like, I would still, I still had it on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. So. Past Claire was a little dumb dumb. It's kind of a weird. Maybe we're just like I want to experience motherhood. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And so I took him home for the whole weekend, and it was like this little baby doll, and you it would cry. The only thing it would do would cry. And they're heavy. I yeah. remember. And you had this like little key thing that you had to wear on your wrist, and that you had to like put it in the baby's back and that and like hold it there until it stopped crying and that was like to symbolize like taking taking care of, care a baby. of the baby. But the most unrealistic thing was that like. It was like you were handcuffed into that key so no one else could take care of the baby. 
And at that point, I was already an aunt. Like, I had taken care of a baby. Jeez. I became an aunt at, like, 11. Handcuffed to you. And That's so hardcore. I was like, um, my sister is not with her baby 24 hours a day. And guess what? They're still alive. So I was, like, not they about died it. died yet. Because my parents, like, I went to, like, take a shower. And I was like, hey, hold the... Can you put this baby on the ground and let me know if it cries? And I literally went to take a shower. And my parents had to come get me out of the shower because the baby started crying. And, like, your grade was based on, like, how long it took you to get to the baby and like jeez it was wild that's hard but i also had to take the baby to church on sunday (laughs) (laughs) and it was a lot and you had like a little carrier for it and i literally was like like, oh my god congrats (laughs) i was just like stuffed it under the pew (laughs) this is fine i just remember the thing that like really symbolizes that project for me is the everybody hates chris episode have you seen that but now i want to watch oh it's so funny because the subject matter it's everybody gets an egg oh i always wanted to do that and they have to keep the egg safe and it's so funny i like when on tv shows i don't think this has ever happened in real life but i like on tv shows when they all get a sack of flour (laughs) what yeah it's weird yeah, I just wanted to, to ask you about that because I, like, had flashbacks to me carting yeah. around this baby. I think we went out to dinner on Friday to a Mexican restaurant. I had to bring my little baby. Like, want a burrito, baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we can get back to the show. Uh, we can get off the band bus. <laughs> get off of this band bus and back to the show. Yes. Um. So, Amy's having a baby. She's... I'm having a baby. So, her... Anne is, like, freaking out and won't listen. Is like, no, you're not. And she's like... I went to the doctor and she told me, she's like, well, when did you go see the doctor? Six weeks ago. Cool. So much time has passed. Amy is a dumb, dumb person. I'm like, how I, Amy, I will never understand you. No. And I don't care to. So they're kind of arguing. Ashley comes in and just gets in trouble for existing. Yep. Um, she makes a, she's being very snide in this episode because she was being super supportive and now yeah, she's like, I think she's over it. Yeah. She's like, screw you, Amy. Um, so she said something about it could be an alien abduction and Anne's like, get out of here. <laughs> Amy's like, I want an abortion. Yeah. Um, and, or she's like, or I need to go somewhere to like a home for young mothers. It's like, and Do I'm those like, really exist? I don't even know. I I mean, I don't know, but I don't think they're meant for people with a family. Yeah. Who I, will take care of you. I <laughs> uh, wrote down that everyone is like crying in the kitchen and then the theme song starts and it's like. Oh my God, it's so peppy. <laughs> they're like, let's stop talking. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You're right. No one's crying and talking about getting an abortion. <laughs> no, it's a very emotional. Yeah. Um. So then after the theme song. We come back to Anne calling the school, telling Amy that she won't be in because they, someone died in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Me calling off work. Um, I can't come in because someone died somewhere, probably. (sighs) Someone in the world has died. And I'm sad about it. Yes. (laughs) Um, So Anne is mad that Amy went to Hightower because that means that the Bowmans know. Yes. And because that's all we care about is what other people think of us, apparently. And it's never, not even, like, all people. It's only the Bowmans. Yeah. It's like, why are you so obsessed with this ex-wife? Like, yeah. y'all need to stop being... They're both... Both families are obsessed with each other. And it's yes. like, get over each other. I'm just like, it, okay, cool. Y'all and are, I feel like they got divorced. Like, Amy is, what, 15? So they've mm-hmm. been divorced for a long time. So I'm like... So I'm trying to figure out... Oh, do you think... Oh, conspiracy. You would know. You probably know the answer, but my, my brain is ticking. And I'm wondering if George cheated on his ex-wife and had Amy with Anne with... I'm not going to tell you that. <gasps> Whoa, mind blown. Um, But that... Well, they've been divorced for I gotta go at to least forums. 10 to 12, if not more years. So I'm like, Well, they why? said they've been married for 15 years. Yeah. He's been so, married to Anne yeah. 15 years. So why does he care some... I'm like... My dad is divorced and sees his ex-wife on a regular basis because they share grandchildren. And, like, no one cares. Like, yeah. why does it have to be all crazy? Because it's TV, baby. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just can't. I'm like, I, I understand that this show is uh, a little bit dumb. But I'm like, guys, this shouldn't be the most important plot of, like... The it's, show about a pregnant girl is like, but these two families hate each other. The... the Parents are very immature yes. in the show, and it drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what is happening with your bangs, first of all, Molly Ringwald? Yes. The middle part, 
like weird wispy bangs on both sides upsetting um but that's besides maybe, maybe that's why your husband cheated on you and got and bad bangs bad 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 bangs bad wow. bangs but not good bangs. i'm doing well we're doing great thank you um so she's mad because the bowmans will probably know and amy's like you don't think they told grace and she's like probably <laughs> i'm like ouch <laughs> so Anne wants amy to have the baby amy doesn't want to have the baby um, they call their grandma Mimsy. I hate it. It's the most important part of this whole episode. I, what do you call your grandma? Hello, Mimsy. Is that what you say? <laughs> no, I say hello, Mimsy. Mimsy, Fran. <laughs> what do you call your grandma? Grandma. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I can't, like, I don't want to judge anyone, but like, when people are like, it gets so... first of all, I hate when people say glamma. I want to throw up. People like, like y- when I people are that. younger, when they become grandmothers, they don't want to be called grandma. So they're called glamma, like glamorous grandma. Those are the people and who And I don't have, like it. Those are the people who have like art of high heels with rhinestones <laughs> attached to it in their like bathrooms. And like a leopard print <laughs> yeah. steering wheel cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh god if you call if you're out there and you call your grandma glamma please send us an email because i'd like to know oh my god that's so good i more about you i have decided i don't even want to have kids but i know what i want my kids to call my dad so i don't know if i've told you the story so we were after church one day we were with my i was like with my mom and dad and my mom gets in the car and she just turns to my dad and goes chief <laughs> and my dad goes is that what you're calling me now <laughs> But there's a grocery store chain where I'm from called Chief. And I just decided, Dad, if you we ever have if you ever have grandkids, they have to call you Chief. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I like that Shelly was just like had no pleasantries, was just like, take me to Chief. I guess that's what happens when you're married for over 20 years. You're just like, Chief! You're like, I'm not even gonna tell you what I mean. I gotta get a loaf of bread! A store's name and hope that you know what I want. Mom really took the message from church that week, I'm sure. (laughs) Respect your husband. Chief! I love it. Yeah, no, I mean... That's the only acceptable... My nieces and nephews call my dad papa i think that's cute and i feel like that's fine i don't even know who started that but like i've always called my grandparents grandma Grandma. grandpa like there's no like first of all mima which i now use as a joke for old women (laughs) i hate everything pop pop poop poop (laughs) did you say pleep plop that's what it all sounds like to me. It's just all I can't wait to listen back to this. Oh, it's welcome to nonsense hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mimsy. Oh, Mimsy. I also wrote down that Anne was like, Amy, what happened to the plan? The, the plan for when you have sex. And I was like, I'm sorry. Did you guys write down like an emer- like an evacuation what plan? What happened to the plan? <laughs> evacuation plan like when at school when you have like the like evacuation plan like highlighted like the map of the school and the route that you're supposed to take to leave the school safely oh yeah that's what they had for that's amy what she says. it's like a picture of two people having sex crossed out Just, and then it's no. like college yeah. <laughs> yes um no the, the plan went to shit apparently yeah so she's talking she's like well you can go stay with mimsy and she's like i don't want to stay with goddamn mimsy <laughs> And I don't blame her because her name's Mimsy. Um, Amy's like, well, what if I just marry Ben? And Anne's like, I don't want to talk about Ben because she's thinking that Ben is the one who knocked her up. Ashley is being moody and really mean to Anne in this scene. I'm like, her dad is so mean to her. I don't understand why she's so taking his side. She like is blaming and for the pa- the yeah the marriage falling apart which is I rough. wrote down that she's finally acting like a real 13 year old like she's like mm-hmm. I hate my mom I hate my dad I hate this house yes yeah also a child that we know that I'll tell you who later one time <laughs> she literally <laughs> said that to her mom she goes I hate my mom I hate my dad I hate this house I hate this family and then she named her siblings one by one and it was hilarious <laughs> I hate George I hate Jimmy Yes. I hate Brenda. <laughs> Kate's and, imaginary family. And, that, and that's the writer of The Secret Life of the American yes. Teenager, full circle. Yes. Um, um, so that was a rough time. Everyone's angry and sad at each other. Amy, 
I've been, it's been grating on me, but I haven't brought it up yet. Her ringtone is the worst ringtone what is, God I'm, ever created. It's I haven't like, even paid no, attention. It's just like loud and screechy. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to impersonate a ringtone. It's like, <laughs> it's so bad. Um, maybe I'll drop, maybe we'll, can we, editing genius put it in <laughs> maybe we'll see maybe we'll find it later yeah we'll, we'll let you know look it up it's terrible it's just a bad ringtone i'm like girl change your ringtone put it on vibrate yes um, people who have the ringtone all the time are possessed i agree by satan <laughs> does it do i miss calls all the time do i yes. sleep through phone calls yes, yes I, do. I do and it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it because at least i'm not possessed by the devil yeah satan <laughs> Suck my nards. <laughs> That's what they told me in church. <laughs> they said, you go up to the devil and you say, suck my nards, devil. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Great. Ooh, I've had a day. You, let's let's recap. <laughs> so far, we've gotten through five minutes of the show. <laughs> it's fine. Um. So Amy's phone rings, and it's the devil, aka her dad George. And he calls, and he's like, "What's wrong with my little Amy? Your mom said you're feeling sicky under and, the weather." <laughs> and she's like, uh, "Kinda." And he's like, "Is something wrong with the sausage boy?" <laughs> and she's like, "No." He's like, "Did you break up with Ben?" I was like. Why? Okay. He's very concerned because he's trying to get... He's trying to get that sausage money. <laughs> Aren't we all in this crazy mixed up world trying to get that sausage money? <laughs> Just trying to become a sausage duchess. <laughs> I want to sit on the sausage court. <laughs> I'm the sausage jester. <laughs> okay, so Amy's like waffling around and won't tell George um, about the pregnancy. So Anne sneaks in the room and snags the phone and she's like, Amy's pregnant, George. She's pregnant, George. Like, <laughs> hangs up on the mofo, which I'm kind of like... Same. Same. Um, so everybody knows now. Yep. Finally, the parents are aware of the, the uterus It has taken problem. six episodes. <laughs> in six weeks. And, like, she found out she was pregnant in the first 30 seconds of the first episode. Yeah. So... While the pot roast was heating up. Do you remember? Oh, my God. I want some pot roast. Okay. I can do it. <laughs> So now we're at school and Amy's dumb, dumb friends are trying to get a hold of her like always. And I hate these people and I don't want them here anymore. Yes. <laughs> They're terrible. So, um, well, they like are really clingy to Amy. Like, what if she's just sick? Yeah. And she didn't text you and say like, oh, I'm not going to school. I'm sick. So they're like, we've got to find her. They must have really long periods between classes because yeah. like they're they get a chilling. full 15 minutes we have two minutes to go from class yeah. to class i think it was around two minutes I so think we had four it's like you have time to make phone calls and like just make go on a go on a run find people like, <laughs> and then they just leave like yeah. i don't think maybe i just didn't try hard enough did you have like open lunch at your school mm -mm. we didn't know so no. I wonder if they have like an open lunch. Where yeah, because they, they want. But I feel like most places that have open lunch, it's like upperclassmen and they're they're freshmen. all babies. Yeah, so maybe freshmen she really did just like peace out. And she's done it before because she ran the mile to go to the convenience store to get pregnancy tests. Yeah, it came back. So this girl is just like I don't. She does what she, she. Madison does what she wants. She may be Catholic, but that doesn't mean she can't skip school. No, I don't think that's in the Catholic doctrine. I, I believe so. They're just like, no abortions, but skip, skip school, school is, is cool. cool. Oh my God, jinx. <gasps> we both, we know the truth. We yes. know the gospel, <laughs> according the gospel. to Jesus. <laughs> cool Jesus, who doesn't go to school and rides on a skateboard. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so Lauren apparently told her parents about the baby. Yes. And she's not supposed to be talking to Amy anymore. Um, and Lauren, they're like talking about why she's not at school. And she's like, maybe she's getting an abortion and knock off Molly Ringwald gets really upset again. And As we're if like, it's any of any of their business. 
Especially because all they've done is screw things up. Yeah. All they've done is tell everybody about it. Because if they had not told anybody and Amy really did want to have an abortion, she could have just done it and nobody needed to know. Like, I'd be... mm, I'm over their crap. Yes. Um, Amy might suck, but she deserves better. Yes. Um... So Ricky is like comes up to them and aggressively tries to find Amy like he's some cool kid. Um, and they're like, um, she's not in school. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know. I, I'm aware. <laughs> That's why I asked. Then Adrian grabs him and is mad because he didn't call last night. And I'm just I'm like, Adrian, come on. We're like, this has been going on for six episodes now where he doesn't call you. I get so conflicted about Adrian because sometimes I'm like, she has such a good point. And she's like. Strong and independent. And then yeah. then she goes to being super clingy and annoying. Yeah. And bleh. I'm like, Adrian, come on. Um, Ricky lies about having to go to therapy. And he says it's like a parole officer. Yeah. He's like, I got to check in with my parole officer. Which- he's like to make sure they're not beating me and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. is your masculinity so fragile? You can't talk th- about going to therapy. Going to therapy? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess it was 2008. So yeah. it's, it wasn't as you know acceptable for yeah, people to talk I about so. therapy but it's like not a parole officer buddy well, i feel like even if because everybody knows that i think for the most part everybody knows that he's in foster care so a lot of kids that are in foster care are have like to go mandated to go to therapy so i don't know why he i mean he could have just said oh yeah i have to go to therapy it's like i have to go for my foster parents or something like yeah but whatever. But whatever. Lie. It's fine. I'm not mad, Ricky. I'm a little mad, <laughs> I'm Ricky. A little bit mad. Um, Adrian is mad and doesn't want Amy to have the baby. Um, and is like, you don't care about this baby or do you? And Ricky says, why would I care about her or the baby? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and he, he tries to claim that he's not even the one who got Amy pregnant and says she started it. And, like, was, like, initiating. Which I doubt. Which I super doubt. Because she, like, barely can talk to anyone. So (laughs) how? She's so, like, quiet and awkward. And then he claims that he's always careful. So, like, he always needs protection, obviously. And it's like, we know Amy hasn't had sex with anybody else. Yeah. Ricky. (laughs) Ben will let you know that they have not had sex. We will have five episodes about it. (laughs) I'm sure. Um. So then we are intercepted with Grace and Grace is like, hi, Ricky, and is asking him about a Bible scripture that she sent him. And he's like, oh, we don't have any of those Bible books in the house. Which, I like that he says books. I it, I wrote it down because it cracked me up. I'm like, those Bible books. I'm like, what else is it? It's a book. It's one book, Ricky. <laughs> it's like, my, my Bible, Chia Pet. Like, what do you think it is? It's a, yeah. it's a book. Um, Grace knows about the baby because her parents told her because yeah. HIPAA isn't real in this no. universe. And, um, cause Ricky is like, well, I don't even know that she is pregnant. And Grace is like, um, I have a good authority that she is. I was like, your mom told you? Cool. <laughs> good authority. <laughs> cool parents. Yeah. Cool doctors. Um, but she's like, you having a tough day? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, you, I am. Will you suck my dick? And she's like, mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> None of that None happened. None of that happened. That's my fanfic I'm working on. <laughs> I want to read it. Is oh, it it's, rated it's, mature? It's so, so racy, dude. <laughs> Everybody is so naked. <laughs> uh, also, Ricky tells Grace that he thinks Amy might get an abortion. Yeah, That's the most important part of the conversation. He heard that on good authority from Adrian, and she doesn't know crap either. So no. now Grace is... She's on the war path. She is fired up and is on a mission to to make herself a part of everyone's life. Yes. No matter how I much they don't want that. A lot of opinions about that. Yeah, I would love to shove her face in a toilet because I can't. This is where, and later in the, the first season, she kind of redeems herself from this moment. But truly, like, it's not her business. No. It's- and I can't stand, like... If you're pro-life or you're pro-choice, I don't really care. But if you think that, like, you get to tell everybody what's what. Mm-hmm. Like, or to literally take action to. Like, stop to, Amy getting an abortion. To shame her. and yeah. make Like, what the. It's so it's upsetting. It's real, real messed up. That's how I feel about protesters outside of, like, Ugh. clinics. It's like, you are just. You're make- just making the situation worse because Amy doesn't want to have an abortion, but she thinks she has to because she's 15. Which is a fair point. So like, maybe don't shame her for making 
a decision that she thinks might be right for her. Plus, if you're a Christian, you should be trying to do things through love, right? And Skateboard Jesus would say that. And like, it's just grosses me out. So hopping off of our soapbox. I just can't. And she she gets a lot better towards the end of the season. But this. Well, and I think later on in this, like pretty soon, she kind of apologizes for how she acts. And I'm just like, maybe you should have thought about that before. Well, I have all. And I think you and I have talked about this before. But if you are truly pro-life, it should be like, I'm pro-life and I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you options Mm -hmm. for like, especially like Amy is very privileged in that she is a like tiny white girl who comes from parents that have money. Mm -hmm. And even if her parents like might be getting divorced or like her dad left her mom, like they still have a house. She can, she could comfortably have they that have baby. They have jobs. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a... But there are a lot of people in those situations where it's, like, I have no options. Like, I don't have a job. I don't have, like... You're going to unsafe home. Out. Like, yeah, yeah, something like that where I'm, like, if you aren't going to help that person keep the baby, then, then you don't get... Then but You don't out. get any option. You don't get any say in it regardless. That's but, true. like, if you're not going to give them support and options, then it's... Don't even yeah, talk to them. Yeah, and, I mean, the most that you should be able to do is be, like... Well, here are some resources. Right. Make your decision. You know, that's how I feel. That's I, how I feel as well. This episode made me so grumpy. It really did make me <laughs> grumpy too. I was like, Arr. yes. Um, so Amy's friends. We cut back to Amy's friends. They're calling Ashley. They just, they figure out a plan to talk like, to Amy. Ooh, I'm gonna call Ashley. And she drags them for telling people, basically. Yeah. Um, she roasted them which hardcore. Is, it's like maybe you should apologize to your to Amy for telling every single person in America that she's pregnant. I'm like, good. That may Ashley. have been a direct quote. <laughs> um, while she's making a sandwich, so I'm like, good for you, Ashley. Yeah. Um. So, what's her face? Madison is her name, right? Knock tiny, off Molly yes. Ringwald. Um, tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny Molly Ringwald. Is what her I was new nickname say. is Tiny. Yes. Um, so she's like, I'm going to go over there. Um, I can pretend that I'm bringing homework or I can bring her homework and then I'm going to stop her from getting an abortion. And then like, cool plan. And Lauren's like, have fun. And she's like, how are you going to even get there? And she's like, there's a really big thing with a lot of wheels on it called a bus. Wow. And I'm like, we're back to our, um, beautiful comedy tour of knockoffs. She's not just going to run all the way. I thought she was a great runner. I made the personal record for the mile. (laughs) Shame her. I hate Madison. Um, so then we cut back to Amy and she, her phone's taken away. So she sees Ashley has her phone and uses it to call Adrian. Ooh, I wonder why we're going to find out right after this break. are. So, as Adrian's leaving school, um, we see her, like, walking towards the door. And Ben's like, can I get a ride? I'll give you $200. And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> yes. And also, I wrote down, he offers Adrian, like, 200 to $250 to take him to Amy because he's like, oh, well, Amy wants me to come. Which yeah, is he a lie. He lies and says that but Amy asked for him. He has a driver. Oh, yeah, you're right. He has the, hole. the Sausage King has a chauffeur. Yeah. Why doesn't he just call? Because the Sausage King is not going to be mad at, about this because he knows that, like, Ben's trying to help Amy and he's all in support of that. Yeah, he, like, loves it. Yeah. So he wouldn't be like, oh, you can't take the driver. Like, why don't you just call the driver yeah, for that's free? A very good point. I but- mean, I know you got that big sausage bucks, but. <laughs> but the problem is we um, wouldn't get this. Tasty drama without Tasty that. sausage drama. Tasty sausage. Mmm. Ketchup. <laughs> mustard. On a sausage. All right. <laughs> God, gotta go. So Anne's OBGYN has no openings. Oh, no. But we cut away again. These There's a lot of choppy scenes yeah. in this one. So the Sausage King goes to George to propose a child wedding. Um, yep. Ben's dad, like, loves love, and George is like, I don't think this is a good plan. No. Um, Ben, he says something about, like, well, Ben misses his mom. Like, as it's a reason weird. for him to get married, and I'm like, yikes, that's not a good, you shouldn't replace right. your well, mom he- with a wife when you're 15 no i really think that's a poor choice you know what that's a stance i'm gonna stand by (laughs) um he also is like hey ben and i have been fortunate and i would like to share some of that fortune with amy and i'm like what i'm rich and i want to have a child bride in my house yeah it's real real weird yeah Um, I, I i hated the whole conversation because 
It's bad. Also, I'm like, you work in a furniture store. Why do you have such a big office? Yeah. What do you do in there? And he also apparently has a receptionist who steals the dang oh, show. He's great. Oh, he my. comes back. He comes back. Oh, thank God. Because I was like, this is the only ki- person I care about. This stereotypical- Besides Ashley. <laughs> Besides Ashley. This stereotypical gay man barges in and s- says, your wife called. She wants you to call her back. And he's like, I'm busy. And she's like, it's an emergency. <laughs> Me. <laughs> emergency. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> yes. Um, so he calls Anne and it is revealed over the phone that dun dun dun, it's not Ben's baby. Whoops. And Ben's dad is like, could be. <laughs> <laughs> this is so wild because like Leo actively knows it's not Ben's baby and is like, it's fine. She can live in my house and I could share my sausage money with her. Like, yeah. what? It's like, wow. I see. I I think I wrote a note later about him that he is very nice and misguided. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sauce- I think he just thinks that everybody has good intentions. And I'm not saying that like Amy doesn't. Like, obviously, she doesn't want to be pregnant, isn't trying to like trick she, Ben. Yeah, she's not the one initiating all but, this. But like, it's weird that he's just like, oh, yeah, this girl who is not carrying my my grandchild can come live yeah, in my house. Yeah, and she's with 15 me. and my son is 15 and it's going to be great. And they um, can just get married, it'll be fine. Like, it's very weird. I think that it seeing him in these episodes is like, oh, I see where Ben gets it. Yeah. He's ben just is like, just a tiny sausage king. Yeah, it's very much like a wide-eyed innocence of like, yes. everything's going to be fine. We're going to get married and be happy forever. Forever. Cuz I'm witch. <laughs> I'm witch. <laughs> I got money. Yes. Um, so Amy Dundas sneak out the window to meet Adrian. Oops. Pops right out the window. And Ben is still trying. So he gets to the car and Amy's like, you shouldn't be here, Ben. I did not invite you. And Adrian's like, what? Um, Ben is still trying to convince Amy to keep the baby and get married. Adrian keeps making everything about Ricky. And it's like, no one's even here talking about Ricky, Adrian. But out. Because she's like, you're never going to marry him. And then she's like, I didn't ask to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, I wrote down a quote. Um, It might be the same quote I wrote down. Is it Ben's? Yes. Okay, please say what you... Um, So... He is, like, trying to tell Amy not to get an abortion because apparently that is his opinion and choice. Uh, That's my opinion! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's like, why are you trying to get involved with me? Like, this is a real messed up situation. He goes, I don't care about anything but you and that baby. And maybe the symbols. (laughs) Brenda, God God bless our writer friend, Brenda. Yes. She's like... We haven't had a comedy moment in years, years. so we're going to bring the um, symbols up. I also wanted to note, um, right after Amy sneaks out of the window, um, Anne comes looking for her, and Ashley is just there in the room, and she's like, oh, Ashley, where's your sister? And she's like, oh, uh, she's in the bathroom, and they like wait around for a second, and she doesn't come out, and so Anne is like, Amy, and Ashley goes, I'm right here, mom. She covers, <laughs> she she covers her mouth and pretends that she's calling she's amy it's calling from the other room real bad i was like ashley ashley why did you even on. try yeah, um it was also bad. i'm like you could look out and could look out the window they sit in the driveway for, for a like while arguing and i'm like you could have caught her you didn't yeah. try very hard no um so ben dunks on adrian at one point um because she keeps butting into the conversation yeah. which i'm like you were butted into this whole interaction. Yeah, so she did not up. ask you to come. Um, and he's like, well, Ricky won't ever marry you, Adrian. Ooh. Ooh, got her. And then Amy is pissed and she's like, just drive me to the clinic. Yeah, she says, drive. Um, <laughs> it's very dramatic. I have a burning question. Ooh. So what was this show going to do if she did have an abortion? Show's over. Were they just going to be like, bye, that's it. That's that's how Sue sees it. It's over now. I mean, because it's called The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Right. So maybe whole, she'd start doing drugs. Yeah. But like the whole premise was that she, oh, she's, she's gonna pregnant. Ha- she's so a I'm teen like, what if she had the abortion? Were they just going to be like... Yeah, it kind of loses some of the suspense Great. that you kind of guess that she's going to yeah. have the baby. Like it's, it's Spoilers, very dear listeners. <laughs> it's very dramatic. And like, I think regardless of how I feel about Grace in this episode, like it's a good episode, but like clearly she has the bait, like she's going to have she's the baby. She's going to have the baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's but good it for TV. Been wild in 2008 on ABC Family for a 15 year old to have an abortion. Yeah. It would have been like, good for you, girl. Yeah. It would have been real, it. real wild. Um... So we get back and George and Anne are at the house and they both blame each other for Amy's pregnancy. Yep. 
Um, cool. They're arguing, and George is like, I can't believe you trust her. And because he's mad that Amy has escaped the house. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> she literally went out the window, like, what was Anne supposed yeah, to do? Yeah. And Anne's like, she's just going to be with Ben. I trust her. Like, she only had the sex at one time. She's like, whoa. He's like, why would you trust her? And blah, blah. blah. And he's, this is like, he's awful because he says, you believed me when I said I was working late. And I'm to make a point of that she's too trusting of people. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, that was literally your fault. Cool, it's like cool. Like, let's make that my problem. Like, it's my fault that you cheated on me. It's my fault that I didn't notice that when you said you were working late, you weren't. You were boning. B o n i n. (laughs) So he's a slime ball. Yep. Madison barges in and brings stuff from school. And they make like, her leave. It's so funny. I don't even know why they bother with this because she's there for a second. She's like, Amy. She like yells in the house. She's like, Amy, I'm here. Goodbye. <laughs> it's like, great. Okay, helpful. cool. Cool moment. Um, yes. And they also, kick her out. George calls Ricky Richie, which is so Very funny. funny. He's like, that Richie guy. <laughs> I was like, okay, everyone. It's not a hard name. It's and that drummer guy, Richie. Oh. So Ricky Ticky Rumby Pum Pum. Richie Ticky Richie Ticky Tom Tom Pum Pum. <laughs> yes. So George is like, I think I should come home because you can't handle this without me. And she's like, Get out of my house. He's like, Eh, hard no. Yeah, and I'm like, Good for you. George yeah. sucks. And then I I separated my paragraphs and wrote clinic time. <laughs> So we meet my new favorite character, the receptionist. Yes. Um, she's got a killer bob and she's not taking any shenanigans from no, anybody. No. Um, they come in and they're and Grace is like, I'm not here to cause any trouble. And she, she's like, Grace You most certainly will not. <laughs> Grace has come to violate three million more HIPAA regulations. Yeah, and to literally She's like, Where's Amy Jurgens? <laughs> like she literally says her full name, like it's Grace, I can't with you. She sucks. Um, So she's like, well, I can't tell you who our patients are, but I can help you set up with a family planner or a counselor. And she, and Grace says, <laughs> Jesus is my counselor. And he, she says, what a coincidence. He's mine, too. <laughs> Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. And then she. In a dramatic reveal. And then Grace says, I don't think so. What a bitch grace like, sucks ass she's I like you can't. work at a clinic for like family planning family planning clinic so that means you can't be a christian like i am i just can't get your little chiclet teeth out of here i don't want to hear about it grace tiny chiclets out of here her little teeth are so weird and then security literally takes them out yeah but the front desk woman is like goodbye um yeah cause she's like screaming <coughs> at amy um ben gets taken back um, to Amy, Ricky is pretending to care about the baby right now, which is sucks. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, I care about this baby. Blah, blah, blah. Incorrect. Amy, Amy's freaking out in the back and apologizes to Ben for no goddamn reason because she didn't do anything wrong. She's like, I'm sorry for yelling at you. I'm like, he deserved to be yelled at. Yeah. Amy, hold your hold your horses. He yeah. sucks. And is trying to control you, which sucks. Um, Grace is on her high horse. Adrian makes some good points about how it's none of their dang... Agree! None of their dang business what Amy does. Yeah. Adrian, she... I know she has ulterior motives yeah. with this, but she does make the most sense. She's like, do you... And she's like, do you really think Amy wanted to have this baby? Do you no. really think, like, you're helping anything? No. Um, and the answer is no. The answer is a hard no. Ricky says he wants to be born again. Um, I hate his guts. Um, <laughs> Adrian also tells Grace they, like, get into this little little tiff in a the parking spite. lot. A little spat spite. a little spite um, and she's like uh listen up grace jack would never want to be with you after being with me <laughs> because sex yes it's like, and we then get it, ricky's like how about we all say a prayer it's so dumb it's like it's like someone in an improv game trying yes. to pretend to be a christian like all right now we're in church <laughs> let's all say one prayer <laughs> it's so stupid. yes um so then we cut back 
Amy's crying and freaking out and hugging Ben and wants to call her mom. She's like, I just want to talk to my mom. And I'm like, well, you could have done that at home, but yeah. whatever. Let's go back. Yeah. So I think we are to assume that she's not having an abortion. Da, da, da. Um, we were leading up to this moment where we all knew that and she I feel like they kind of. I feel like they're trying to keep a little bit of suspense because they're like, it's not until the end of the episode where they specifically start talking about yeah. having a baby because at some point, I know Molly Ringwald is like, you know, I think you made the right decision. And she's yeah. like, you know, whatever. Um, yes. So Ashley is picking up slut shaming from George, which is fun because um, they're back in the kitchen chatting. George says, I knew that French horn would come to no good. It's yeah. too big an instrument for a girl. Apparently, if you play the French horn, you're boning big time. Hey. I don't get it. Hey. Can someone hey. send me? I played the French horn. <laughs> oh Getting busy. I was, can someone please send me a diagram breakdown of what <gasps> the instrument you play says Ooh, about you? Because I would a, love to make that BuzzFeed quiz. Apparently, if you play the French horn, you are a hoe. Because you're French horny. Oh, I get it. I get it. So if you play the trombone, what does that mean? You're, you got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> but um what about piccolo you got a pickle <laughs> I, can, I just got this pickle <laughs> i like pickles I, <laughs> I have a triangle now what does that say about me she just made a crazy face at me <laughs> a suggestive face i don't know um it means that you like feet stuff all right back oh to the god show. <laughs> um <laughs> Gross. So Ashley and George are talking and we have a quick convo change from Amy having the baby and George asks if Anne is seeing someone and Ashley says, what? Like a shrink? Which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> very funny. <laughs> Perhaps she should be. Yeah, maybe you all should go see maybe a therapist. You should all you go help. see a family therapist. You all need to talk to each other better. So George finds out that his girlfriend's daughter is Ricky's girlfriend, Adrian. Dun, dun, dun. What a tangled web. What a tangled web we weave, George. This is what happens when you cheat on your wife. I bastard. Um, A bastard. So. Men. Then we're back with Ricky. Ricky thinks Amy is trying to ruin his life and has never (sighs) actually talked to her. He's like, she doesn't have anybody or anything. And she's just trying to start excitement in her life. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally it, Ricky. He's like, I'm I'm bored. You know what I should do? Have a baby. Get pregnant at 15. By golly. Such a good idea. I hate him. This, This episode, I wanted to throw him in a garbage disposal. I was so over Ricky. Um, yeah. And I get that this is a traumatic time, but you're being a dick. Yeah. And he also is like, I'm a nice guy. He's not taking any responsibility and I'm going to punch him. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so she, he's talking to Adrian and is like, whatever. And she's like, you aren't a good guy. You're not nice. And I'm not nice. And he's like, I know that. And then they make out. Whoa. They are probably boning. boning. Surround sound boning. <laughs> You're all welcome. So, Jack butts into the episode for one hot second and is like, hey, Grace, I just decided I want you back. Um, and Grace is like, no. And then that's it. <laughs> well, and he apologizes for cheating, which is nice. And he's like, I take full responsibility for my actions, which he had like never, never done. done. He was yeah. like, oh, well, I had a boner. So I had to take care of that. Sorry. Um, But he also is like, I'm a better person because of you, Grace. And I was like, double meaning? Grace the person and <gasps> the grace of God. Of Jesus? Of Skateboard Jesus. Skateboard Jesus. So I just wrote that down because I was like, I think this is a metaphor, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's just weird because it's out of nowhere. So I think I, they were like, this guy needs uh, credit on IMDb for this episode. Yeah, so. he needed to be in the episode for a second. So yes. here he is. Um, so for some reason, everybody's back at school and Ben is talking to Melina like usual. Um, Mark is like, hey, you know what's crazy? Getting married when you're 15. Um, yep. Things of note in this episode, in this episode, in this conversation, Ben calls Ricky a fertile predator, which I (laughs) hated all Uh, over the place. The fans of our show are now called fertile Fertile predators. Predators. (laughs) Hey, fertile predators. Are you ready to go? (laughs) Hey, calling all butthole friends. (laughs) 
Are you a butthole friend or a fertile predator? Take our quiz. Tag yourself. <gasps> we should make a BuzzFeed quiz if you're a Claire, a Kate, a Daniel, or a Marky. <laughs> that would be very good. I might I might do that we might, need to, we might need to workshop that. <laughs> um, okay, back to the show. God. <laughs> Uh, Mark is like, sometimes love isn't enough. Because Ben's like, I love her, so this is all going to work out fine. I love her, and I have a lot of sausage money, so I think it's going to be cool. Have you seen my sausage money? I f- feel like Leo is very irresponsible for giving Ben so much money. Right. I Why feel does like he have $200 on him or all was, the time? I don't know. This is a lot. It's too much. I wish I was rich. Okay. Same. Um, <laughs> okay, Maybe not, though, because then I would just try to buy a husband or whatever he's <laughs> doing. So Ben's like, who broke your heart, Mark? And it's weird. And then the Sausage King barges in and is like, I thought you'd be in here. Which I'm like, why are you here? Get out of here. I can't. Um, And then he takes them out for pizza. He's like, hey, you want to get pizza <laughs> with me and my son? Which is all weird. And then Mark's like, okay. Yeah, and Mark is like, okay, free pizza. Cool. He, like, he was like, he looks defeated, but he starts packing up his stuff to go get pizza. And I'm like. I would probably do the that's same. That's relatable. I'm like, I work Listen. at a high school, so if there's free pizza, I'm going to go. Free pizza is free pizza. Even Just if I so have to know. hang out with the sausage man. Yeah, fair. So... Aeon has finally calmed down and stopped screaming at Amy constantly. Yes. Amy's like apologizing over and over, which I feel like is... Annoying. It's annoying and sad. I'm just like... um, She's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's like, yeah... And she's yep. like, we, I get you're sorry, and now we just need to figure stuff out. Yes. Um, Amy's like, but what if I get married still? And Anne's like, I know. Yeah, she says she doesn't think Amy should let Ben rescue her. And I'm like, good. I agree. You should learn a lesson and, like, not screw up your life more. Good on you, Anne. Yes. Um, so we have another reveal that George knocked up Anne and was the one who rescued her they got shotgun married when she was pregnant with Amy. Dun, dun, dun. Which, like, yes, he, I get the the point of why she's saying that, but it's not, the, it's same not the same because it was George's fault. Like, <laughs> not, it's 50% George's fault. So, yeah, like. It's, dif- it's definitely a different scenario, yeah. but I, I, I get it. Yeah. Um. And then she's Amy's like, do you think I made the right decision? Because I think they're still trying to pretend it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I think I made the right decision for you. And then they start having a mother-daughter talk about having a baby. Like, will it hurt? Yeah. Da-da-da. She it, didn't have an abortion. Well, she also, Aaron is talking to Amy about how, like, she doesn't think that she should marry Ben, but, like, she isn't, like, reg- she doesn't regret her choices in her life. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm even happy we have Ashley. I was like, you guys are You're rude. So, so mean to Ashley. It's like, leave Ashley alone. Um, Yeah, so everybody knows about the baby. End of episode. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That, that was it. Everybody knows, and the, she's not having an abortion. Yep. So. That's it. And Do we're you, not, and maybe going to Mimsy, and maybe not going to Mimsy. Who's to say? Who is to say? Mimsy. Mimsy. Um, do you have a rating for this episode? I do. I'm giving it, um, uh, you know what? I'll give it one out of five Mimsies. <laughs> one out of five? Oh my I hated God. this episode. It yeah, was my it's least bad. favorite episode. Part of it was just the the content was frustrating to watch. Because yes. I was just getting on my, we were, I was getting on my soapbox alone in my house. I was up on my high horse. I was, and I was like. And I was like, oh. dang, it's hard to, it's hard to see the TV from on this high horse. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, I gave it higher, but I think it's because I've watched it before and I kind of knew it was coming. Well, I was, I feel like I, I I don't think, I don't know if it's truly a one, but I'm trying to like compare to the other episodes. Yeah, that's true. I was like, you know, of this, the episodes, I think it might be my least favorite. Yeah. I gave it three out of five HIPAA violations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I don't think. Like, maybe when this show was, like, actually on the air, I might have been like, oh, is she going to have an abortion? Or she, will she have the baby? But, like, now watching it, you're like, there's no way they would have had her have an abortion. Yeah, that's the show would be kinda over. Kind of ends the drama. Yeah. So, like, I think going into it knowing that, like, yeah, no, she's not going to have an abortion. Like, not as much drama. It's, it's not as, like, infuriating. Like, And it's just, it's just, like... Yeah. It's just a lot of people not communicating, which is always yes. kind of a trope that I find frustrating. Yes. People not communicating. And like, I this show is a lot of like, people think that what other people do is their business. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, now that I'm older and wiser, 
and watching this show, I'm like, mind your business and everything will be fine. Casey Musgraves has a great song called Biscuits and she says, mind Mind your own biscuits biscuits and and life will be gravy. gravy, And I said, that is what I say to every child in this show and every adult in this show. Every person. Every person should mind their business. And life will be gravy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the episode. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation? I do this I have week? a hot wreck? So I read a book. Who's proud? <laughs> I'm um, proud. I got. A I pro- didn't even know you could read. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had this book from the library for five years, and it was so overdue. And I was like, I should probably get around to reading it before the library like hires a hitman, <laughs> takes you out. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Jillian Flynn novel in here. Um, so I read Dark Places by Jillian Flynn. I own that book. I can see it on the shelf right now. I've read, I think this is the last book of hers that I haven't read. So I've read all of them. And there's also a movie of it with Charlize Theron on Netflix. And it was pretty good. I should watch that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a a good novel. Her books are kind of depressing, but it's... They it's, really it, are. It was really well done. I liked this one. And the surprise, yeah. like the twist to ruse in it were pretty good. I really like her books. Me too. I have all three of them. And I really, I think Gone Girl was really big when I was working at Barnes and Noble, bef- like when I was in college. And so I was like, oh, I should read this book. And I was like, oh, I enjoyed this. I so watch, I got the other two. I want to watch Sharp Objects. It's on, I think it's HBO and I want to see it so bad. Ooh, we have HBO now. Oh, we got it. the Hulu? No, we oh, got separately. it. So we had the free trial and then we canceled it. And then Daniel was like, hey, I want to watch Game of Thrones. So we have it for the time being. I don't know if we'll keep it after Game of Thrones is done, though, but yeah. we have it right now. Well, maybe but. we can watch Sharp Objects together. Yeah, it'll be so fun. You talk about it. Start another podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we watch Sharp Objects every week. Um, I also have a recommendation. Ooh, welcome. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to your quarter. Um, I would like to recommend a podcast. Mm-hmm. I started listening to this podcast called Forever 35, which uh, I am not 35, <laughs> but sometimes I feel 35 in my heart. Uh, but it's... Um, Kate Spencer, who I think I follow on Twitter, but I didn't know that she had this That podcast. name sounds familiar. Is she a writer? Yes. Okay. She wrote um, um, The Tale of Something? I don't know for sure. Mm. I don't want to confirm or deny without knowing, but... Keep talking. I'll do um, it. It's her and Dory Shafrir, um, who has a really good podcast called um, Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. And it's... They, um, they started it, gosh, probably like two or three years ago. And it was all about them getting IVF. Um, that's not the podcast that I'm recommending, but IVF, what is that? In in vitro fertilization. Like, oh, gotcha. Try, trying to have a baby. Um, so they um do this podcast together. But I also recommend the Excellent Adventure podcast because that's really good. And also, they just had their baby. Aww. That was like three years and a lot of money in the yeah. making. So, um, congrats. Yeah. So they just had that baby. But the Forever Thirty Five podcast is what they have together, and they every week like it's all about like self care and products that they like and like oh, cool. skincare and routines. And they have somebody on every week. They have a guest. Um, and they are like, hey, tell us about a routine that you do. And it could be like anything. Like the one I just listened to was a girl that was like, oh, every morning I get up, I make a cup of coffee, and then I play the piano for one hour. Oh, and she like cool. was like talking all about like how she learned to play the piano. It's like, it's really good. And it's very much like. That is cool. Yeah. It's, I love it's it. It's cool to see how other people like. Relax. Yeah. And like have routine and yes. stuff. I love so. I love like I just did it my senior year my friend and I did a research project on like habit formation and I love that stuff it's so interesting yes so I recommend that I think you would enjoy it and I think our listeners would enjoy it it's very different from this podcast where we're very unrelaxed the whole time we're on edge yes um but that's my recommendation I've been enjoying it I've I've listened to I think three or four maybe five episodes so far sounds good yes I'm Um, a fan so yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, everyone. Um, well, I would like to. We have a our first review on iTunes. Yes. So I thought I would read it for everybody because you too could be you could be shouted out on our um, podcast. We would love to hear from you, hear about your stories, hear what you think of the podcast. Yes. Um. So this is from Brenda Bagels. She gave us five stars. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Says huge fan. This podcast has made me. Me has had me crying, laughing, and cackling along with Kate and Claire as they discuss the horror that is secret life of the American teenager. First of all, Brenda, I, I look forward you. to it all week, she says. But this is not a horror. Just kidding, it kind of is a horror. It is, it 
some it's of, a fun horror it's, Ooh, it's a horror comedy yes <laughs> so thank you for that and we also have some other people who have given us um five stars so it's very Thanks, nice friends. Aww. you guys yeah. are all sweetie peeties <laughs> a sweetie pete davidson you're my favorite oh. butthole friends <laughs> okay so if you want to email us um you can email us at kate and claire at gmail.com k-a-i-t and c-l-a-r-e at gmail.com you can hit a hit us up on twitter and instagram at p-d-m-m-w-t right yes pod (laughs) underscore podcast p-d-m-m-w-t underscore podcast it's it's please don't make me watch this that's what it stands for it's it's an acronym yeah follow us um yes come hang out with us play play with us (laughs) we don't tweet very much but if you tweet at us i'll send you a gift Mm, would you like a gift gift (laughs) i know you do we'll be back next week with the next episode of secret life called absent dun 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 (laughs) bye goodbye everyone (laughs) (sighs) we will never get through this This (laughs) it's because we haven't recorded for like two weeks i know we just haven't talked to each other (laughs) we gotta get all our sillies out (laughs) we should have done a shakedown Gotta shake it out. I think my life has really been going downhill since you impersonated a ringtone. <laughs> you you asked for it. I mean, I'm crying. I mean, you didn't. But why do I cry during every episode? Because <laughs> I'm very sad to look at. Is the problem? <laughs> hey, I got a secret for you. I saw a video of both- a cat eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>